0: welcome to the unapologetic standard podcast where i speak freely about how i've unlocked my most authentic and unapologetic self through my own spirituality and personal development journey my name's hannah and i'll be here guiding other women on how to step into their own power finding their voice and living their most authentic life now let's go be unapologetic What is up, you guys? I am back, and I'm feeling really on fire and lit up right now. I just got done participating in an embodiment workshop as part of the Abundant and Ambitious course that I've been participating, hosted by my coach Samantha Daly. She is amazing, you guys. So if you are not a follower of hers already, you definitely need to change that and go check her out. She is a mindset and manifestation coach, and she has taught me so much of what I know and inspired so much of my own change. So go check her out and see what she's all about. Um, She really helped me clear some energy blocks today, and I'm feeling really inspired by this topic today that I'm going to be sharing with you. So ever since last week, we were talking about reflections on 2021 and how we were going to choose to step into the new year and I've been thinking a lot about time ever since then. So time is relative, right? We all think of it differently and we all have different shit to do every day and we're all fucking busy, right? So how are we going to talk about time and make it approachable in how we're going to make changes in the new year. We're already here. It's 2022. So how are we going to start taking action, right? So there's this quote that floats around Pinterest a lot. And it goes, a one-hour workout is 4% of your day. No excuses. So I've been seeing this on Pinterest for years. And while I totally get where this quote is coming from, I got to say I kind of hate it. And I always have, so I'm gonna tell you why. I just don't find it realistic. And for me, in the way that my thoughts process and the way my brain functions, if something's gonna be motivating for me or exciting for me or like click, it has to be realistic too. Like we can all get our heads lost in the clouds once in a while, but we can't really get our heads lost in the clouds when it comes to thinking about how we're going to spend our time throughout the day and how we're going to form new habits and stuff. Because if it's not reachable for us, if it's too far-fetched, like if it doesn't fit who we are as a person at all, then it's not going to be achievable. And this isn't this isn't to say that your goals shouldn't be big dreams because they should, but you also have to make them fit into your lifestyle or make them more approachable for yourself. Like, is this something that I'm actually going to do, or am I setting myself up for failure here, right? So a one-hour activity is 4% of a 24-hour day. I don't know about you guys, but I sleep and I work. So I don't have 24 hours in a day to do free time personal activities, right? Most people don't. And that's why I don't like this quote. So... Let's assume you sleep for eight hours and let's assume you work for about eight hours, which really just leaves you with eight hours left in your day for activities, okay? This doesn't even take into account the time that we spend on our normal habits, our necessary habits like showering and getting ready, commuting, eating, et cetera, things that we all also have to do. We're not going to worry about that right now let 's just think about the eight hours that are left in the day, which really means a one hour activity is not four percent of your day it 's twelve and a half percent of your remaining available time in the day, okay that number's still pretty small, but like I said, there's only eight of these hours left, and we still haven 't taken into account how much time you spend when you get ready in the morning to go to this job and the lunch break you have to take, and all of these other things that are slowly chipping away at your time. So we're just being realistic here and just pointing out the obvious. We're all really busy people, right? And we're just trying to cram in as much as we can so we can survive and enjoy the time we have here, right? But what I've been wondering about is what are you going to do with your time, so I just have a few questions lined up here that are meant for um, some guided reflection. You can journal on them. You can meditate on them if you want. But these are questions I've been asking myself. And I've also been asking um, some members of. they've been choosing whether or not they wanted to sign up for the New Year New Glow Challenge that I'm hosting right now. So the first question, what are you going to do with your time? How do you implement your list of goals and actions into each day? How do you add a new habit to your ever-growing list of desires and needs? And what are you willing to make time for? That's a really big one. And that one might cause some other things to come up for you because that question is what is going to identify, first of all, how honest you're being with yourself And second of all, the difference between a daydream and a goal, right? Just the hard truth, but we all go through this. I had some own things with myself that I was like, oh shit, like how many years has this been on my to-do list? How many years has this been on my goal list? And I've just had fun with it and not taken it seriously what was I actually willing to make time for? Certainly not the goals that keep going on my list every year because I would have accomplished it by now, or I would have at least made some progress in the right direction, right? So my New Year New Glow Challenge ladies are getting an exclusive coverage on this topic. This week, however, I am going to share some tips with all of my podcast listeners here of how you can work on implementing these changes in your life as you're doing your reflections and discovering where you have room for change or desire for change because obviously in order to make a change we first need to be aware of what is not working for us anymore where is the change actually needed and are you willing to make time for yourself in 2022 ask yourself those things and work those into your reflection here so i put together a little list of tips to implement and I want you to take these with you guys when you are working towards turning your goals into a list of habits and actions that you can actually take with you to see progress towards your goals because it's not enough to just make a list of here's my top three goals, here's my top five goals in 2022. You need to make it approachable by breaking them down into actual actions that will become habits. So you can actually do these things every day. And once you do that, we start making progress towards our goals. So I think embodiment practices are the most important things that you can do when you are looking to make a change in your life or you're looking to make progress towards a goal. So I have examples here of embodiment practices, and you guys can find ways to take these with you and apply them into your goal development and progress in 2022 and future years. The first one is habit tracking. This one has probably been the biggest for me, and I developed this idea from reading the book Atomic Habits. I read this book about two years ago, and I was feeling really frustrated at the time, like, Hannah, why are these things on your goal list every single year? Why are you not achieving them? Why are you just putting them right back at the top of your list and not doing anything about it? So I read this book, Atomic Habits, and he talks about the tried and true method of a to-do list, right? These have been around forever. They're not that inventive. We've all made a to-do list before, but for some reason, we don't use them for our simpler habits. For some reason, we are always ready to use a to-do list when we are crossing off our work activities throughout the day or when we have like a specific list of chores, maybe like household duties that we've neglected for a long time. So you're like, okay, Saturday, I'm going to do all the laundry I'm behind on and I'm going to wash all the dishes that I've left in the sink and I'm going to mop the floors. But we don't usually make these to-do lists as a regular part of our routine. We do it when we're behind on something or somebody's expecting someone of us, like your employer. But we're not taking it to the next level when we're expecting something of ourselves. So I started tracking my habits through... I just call it a habit tracker. I made one myself. You could probably find others on like Etsy or Pinterest or just draw one up yourself. But essentially, I have a list of all of the activities, all of the habits that I have not formed yet. They're the habits that I've struggled to make a reality or are directly associated with a goal on my list for the year or for the moment. And these habits are broken down so small that they're into actions that I can cross off each day of the week for the whole month. And I keep it somewhere really obvious. I put it on my fridge I think that's probably like, I don't know, in my opinion, that's the best place to put it, especially if you don't have like a normal desk job or somewhere you can see it all the time, because it's also supposed to apply to your personal life. This isn't just a checklist for what am I going to get done at work today for somebody else? It's what am I going to do when I'm at home? What am I doing in the morning, on my lunch break, blah, blah, blah. So keep it somewhere visible. And make sure you break down the goals really well onto it. Like instead of putting something really broad to cross off, like practice manifesting more, break that down. What does manifesting look like to you? What is the thing you're going to do to manifest more this year? Are you going to make a manifestation board and add to it weekly are you going to meditate for five minutes a day towards your goals? Put that specific action on the habit list, on the habit tracker, and that's what you're going to cross off because those are the little things that are adding up to your goal, right? The next one I also took from Atomic Habits and it's called Habit Stacking. Obviously, this book is about habits, you guys, and it's given me some great Concepts to apply to my own life. So, check out the book if habits is something that you struggle with in your life. But habit stacking, the author talks about in the book, it's also a pretty simple concept and it's really applicable to anybody here. You just take the habit that you have not fully formed yet and you tie it to one that you've already formed. So, if the habit you're trying to form is taking a multivitamin every day, then you brush your teeth. Every day, that's a habit you already have, and you take your vitamin when you brush your teeth right after. They're tied together. It makes it way easier to remember the new habit and implement it into your life because it becomes a part of a routine that's already existing, so you're not just starting from scratch here. Something I also like to do with habit stacking and choosing what types of items to add to my habit tracker is... I even write down the ones that, like the habits that I have kind of sort of a little bit developed, like they exist, but I don't have it nailed yet, right? So like my skincare routine, like I'm doing the full shebang like once a day and then I might skip a couple here and there because I get lazy, but I want to be doing it two times a day, every day, morning and night. So I add that stuff onto the list too because you know you don't have the habit totally locked in yet, but you also know you currently have enough progress with it that there's a high likelihood that you'll be able to cross it off regularly. And that is good. That's like when people put something on their to-do list after they already did it or as they're doing it and just so they can have that satisfaction of crossing it off. That's okay to do. Don't put one on your list that Like is a totally set in stone habit, but one that you are almost developed, but you could use a little bit more work with or reminding with, because that just gives you more opportunity to cross something off of your habit list, off of your habit tracker. And that is going to propel your momentum forward by boosting your energy and boosting your vibe because you're going to get that like a go me, I'm so proud of me moment. And if you're really struggling with your habits that day, at the very least, you can cross off washing your face and it's going to propel you into doing more things on the list. So those are the first two, habit tracking and habit stacking. Another one is journaling. If you're not a journaler, you can also practice just like spoken word um, or just sitting with your thoughts. Honestly, it doesn't have to be so extensive. But I think journaling is really great because when you put a pen to paper, it really lets your thoughts flow in a way that you might not have fully developed inside your head first. I find a lot of times when I'm journaling, things come out of the pen before they even come out of my mind, if that makes sense at all. And I'm having these epiphanies as I'm writing and I'm like, whoa, I don't even know... That's how I felt about that. I didn't even connect those two dots there until I wrote them out. And I'm like, well, shit, I had the answer the whole time. So this is really good to embody the person who's on the other side of the goals. If your goal is to be a person who does manifestation every day, practices manifestation every day, and you can journal about the things that are blocking you from wanting to actively do it, And it'll help you unlock other parts of you, which will in turn help you embody that person, which, I mean, I guess this wasn't meant to be part of the example, but then that turns into manifesting anyways. But you see what I mean? How just like writing it down helps you embody the person you want to be, or it helps you shed a limiting belief that's preventing you from achieving that habit, from achieving that goal. So write it out. The next is meditation. If you're not somebody who has meditated at all before or much before, um, that's okay. Meditation does not have to be intimidating or scary. Um, I myself do a lot of guided meditations. I think guided meditations make meditating a lot more approachable and simple if you're new to it as well. And it's not something you have to do for like 30 minutes every day. Like That's a lot. That's a lot of quiet time to just sit and think about your thoughts, right? You can just meditate for like, you can start out for like two to three minutes a day, maybe five minutes a day. But meditating is really good for you in the same way that journaling is, where it can help you unlock and overcome any mental blocks or limiting beliefs that are standing in the way of you achieving your goals. And it can also help you figure out what you need to do next. And meditation is also a really high vibrational practice. It helps you get in touch with your higher self, which in turn just clicks everything into place for you. And that's going to make it a lot easier and a lot more natural for you to work towards your goals and cross those habits off of your to-do list every day. Next is a manifestation board. These have been big for a long time. Some people think they're fun. Some people think they're girly or dumb. I don't really care. I think they work. I've been doing manifestation boards since um, 2015. And this was like way before I really got deeper into my spiritual practice and my personal development practice like the person I was in 2015, like hated a self-help book, hated a podcast, none of that stuff. And she was still doing manifestation boards and they were working. Let me tell you, they were working for me. And I didn't even really understand the science behind it at the time. I just saw it on Pinterest and I was like, wow, what a good idea. I'm going to look at these pictures every day and then I'm just going to do the shit. And then I'm going to be that person. And honestly, that peeled-back, simple approach totally worked for me. It took, like, all of the complication out of it. And I was just like, okay, yeah, this is fun. I'm just going to pick out things that inspire me, make them visible every day, and then I'm going to achieve them. And I did. So I've been doing them every year since then. And they're super fun, I think. You can do a digital version of them or you can do a hard copy like on a bulletin board, I'm personally a hard copy girl. I read most of my books as actual page turners. I still buy magazines and I like my manifestation boards on a corkboard. So you can cut out pictures from a magazine, go on to Pinterest and look up specific things that are inspiring you or that embody the energy or the vibe you are trying to step into And if you don't know what that energy is that you're trying to step into, um, start backwards a little bit and go back to the goals that you've set for yourself. And then you want to think, what would that person be doing? What would the person who achieved those goals be acting like, dressing like, looking like? Who would she be friends with? What types of activities would she do every day? What kind of a job would she have? she have, and all of those things together are really going to help you get the mental picture and the vibe of the energy that you're truly trying to embody. So, those are the types of images and quotes, things like that, that you want to look up for your board. And then you can go all arts and crafts with it, pin them up. I just use little push pins, do whatever you want. Um, I've also seen a lot of people have good luck with making a digital copy and setting it as the background on their phone so you can use different types of collage apps and screenshot things and wedge them together and make that your background picture. Do it on your desktop, on your computer, do it on your phone. Set it in a little widget so you can see it all the time. Whatever you need to do to get it in front of your face basically at all times. And you start embodying these things because the more you see things and speak about things and think about things, the more it starts to reprogram into your subconscious as a real desire, something that's achievable. And that is why those work. So that's another tip for embodiment practices. And then the last one is kind of all-encompassing. For um, the five, six things that I've shared already. And it's just practice what you preach. And I could take this advice for myself too. This ties in with the habit tracking. This ties in with the journaling, the meditating and manifestation board, practice what you preach. It's pretty simple, but when you do what you say you're going to do, or you do what you're telling everybody you're doing, you actually start to achieve. It's mind-blowing, isn't it? (laughs) But we all have these blocks around it. We have so many mental blocks preventing us from actually practicing what we're preaching. So it becomes second nature to so many of us to be like talking about what we think we're going to do with our time or how we're going to spend our time and then not actually following through on it. It's not like we're all out here intending to be like phony people, but we have mindset blocks that we need to get through, which the journaling and the meditation can help you break through. If you practice what you preach, it plays into your level of manifestation from making the board to checking the habits off of your habit tracker, from actually verbalizing it to people. You need to show up as the person that is that 22 2022 energy of you in order to actually be her. You can't just want to be her. But the more you start acting like her, the more it starts to become your real life. If you're not a part of my email community yet I do send out emails every Wednesday and if you want to have a chance to get those sometimes I share different journaling props in the emails I do a little touch base prior to the podcast and it just gives a little different take on the information or in a more accessible way So if you want to sign up for those, you can also do that when you're over on my Instagram profile, and I've got my link right in there. I'm also going to share these links into the show notes today to make things easy for you guys. Lastly, if you guys have been working towards goals and forming habits for a while, and you have any feedback or things that you found interesting about my embodiment practices and tips today, I would love to hear from you and get that feedback. You can also always send that to my DMs as well. Thank you guys for listening today. I hope to hear some amazing changes happening in your lives with all of your new embodiment practices. This has been the Unapologetic Standard.